Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast. My name is Rick Beta. This is episode 70. So today on the show, I've got the co-host of the Don and Drew Show, as well as Skatosis. He is a member of the Podcast Hall of Fame and the main man behind Old Dude, Dude Skate Company. We've been going back and forth on social media for a while now, and needless to say, I'm very excited to finally get him live on the show. I'm talking about Drew Domkus. Drew, welcome to the show, man. Wow, welcome. Thank you very much. That was a, I, I don't know if I've ever really been introduced to anything. <laughs> well, well deserved. We, we just made skateboarding history, man. Podcast history right there. Yeah, like you covered all my bases pretty good. <laughs> well, that's all I got for the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Later. <laughs> oh, man. No, it is good to have you, though, man. But I know uh, we've, we've gone back and forth, and it's good to finally make this, this happen. But I had a, a quick thought. It was last night. Actually, no, last week, real quick, you posted a pic of your niece, right, and her first skateboard. And then yesterday, you shared a clip of you, you, you were helping her out on your ramp. I mean, is that not like the best thing ever? How cool is that? I I thought I think about it all the time. How I wish I was my own my uncle, (laughs) because these kids like so. This is my um my wife's sister's children. She has three of them. She's the youngest. There's two older boys, and I was like, I can't believe none of them are into skateboarding. And so I don't know. Within this last, it's within a month. She's only seven years old. She's now shown full-blown interest. They all got scooters as gifts, and she's like, no, skateboards are cool. <laughs> like, nice. so she's ripping on her brothers for riding scooters, and she's <laughs> all about like hanging out with Uncle and learning how to skate. It's crazy. It's really cool. Like, yeah, the, the Funkle is in play, and you have a nice sweet rant for those listening that haven't seen it. Make sure you look it up, and we'll give all your social media info at the end. But you guys, Drew's got like the best ramp to teach anyone on because it has multiple like levels and, and heights and for all skill levels. So that's a very good start for her. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> the place is a, a fun spot to be. Um, it, it started as a much smaller idea and it's grown into like a bit of a facility. And that whole left section is really meant for that. It's just the, the really low learning, but the transition stays the same and it's multi-leveled. And so it, it's, it's, really uh, an awesome place so uh, being a seven-year-old having that is super cool i'm just i'm just glad to have uh you know someone interested oh yeah i mean my kids um they're they like kind of similar they like to you know stand on the board and hold my hands and kind of roll back and forth in the driveway you know roll around on their knee and stuff i we went to we went skating yesterday i took them to the park before it got a little too hot and it was so cool just to see them rolling around, actually asking me, Daddy, can I ride your board? I'm like, of course you can. And then just to see that, I mean, I'm not pushing it on them. I know you're not as well, but it's just cool to see that, like, yes, okay, that spark, you know, like, all right, maybe they'll get it and they'll see it because they know Daddy loves it and now they want to do it as well. Yeah, it's super exciting. My wife and I, like, we knew from day one we didn't want kids. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're really the only – I mean, we have friends with kids, but having them – live pretty close um you know they've always been at the farm they've always known this whole idea they've always known uncle skateboards and it's just always been here for them and so uh, yeah to see that spark that like the switch was flipped like within the last couple of weeks yeah and, and i've got a little skater on my hands and she's <laughs> she's digging it she wanted to decorate her board with her stickers i'm taking her to uh cream city skate park on wednesday love it they do a thing during the day like they do it on saturdays but now they're doing some 
Wednesday sessions where it's like two hours with an instructor. It's only uh, 12 kids in the room and I'll be there too and I can help and I can skate and whatever, but she's going to be in a real skate park. So it's exciting. Like I can imagine having a child that was into skateboarding. It would be super cool. I'd be bummed if they weren't. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And, and I, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because there was a, what was it six years ago? My kids, my kids just turned eight. And then it was, it popped up on Facebook, you know, a memory that usually probably, and it was my son, he was sitting on his butt on the board and I was, you know, pushing him in the backyard. So that was, you know, I've been trying since they've been like one and a half, but you know, it hasn't stuck, but they know, you know, my goal is too, is before this whole, you know, pandemic went down was to have, you know, a quarter pipe either in my backyard or in the garage. And that might help the cause too. So you never know. That might be uh, yeah. Having the space is, I mean, it's, is key. You know, she's, you know, trying in her driveway now for, you know, whatever. So I'm trying to teach her things she can just do kind of standing still. So I was trying to show her how to pivot on the tail. And this is like her first or second session. And she's already putting her foot on the tail and pushing forward as if she's dropping in just on flat ground. So wow. I mean, that's pretty good. She's got her balance. She's trying to spin on her tail and I'm holding her as we're going up and down the transition. I rocked, I did a little rock to fakie. I did a fakie rock, like with her holding her hands and she was so into it. She didn't freak out. She bent her knees. She's telling me while I'm holding her, she's like, well, this is just like the swing. Like she could feel the pendulum of it and she's bending it. her knees. I'm like, man, you are, you, you're going to be crazy. I was like, I cannot wait to like be doing tricks with her. And so she wants to do a YouTube channel. She's like, uncle, we got to do our own videos. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, she's, yeah. she's cracking me up. She's all about the merch. She's like, yeah, you guys got merch. I can't, you know, like <laughs> this, this kid mindset is blowing, is blowing my mind. <laughs> I know the YouTube channels and yeah, I mean, well, at least what, from what I saw and it was just a you know brief clip, she's got the confidence, right? So that's the main thing we know in skateboarding. If you don't have the confidence, it's going to be a rough battle, uphill battle for you. But she look, appears to me like she's got that confidence. So that's awesome. She tells me like she's got to wear her pads. That helps with her confidence. She's told me those words. And then while I'm holding her, she's like, if I, she's like singing these songs in there to like her favorite songs and you can hear her a bit humming to herself. And she's like, yeah, if I just hum these songs, it gives me so much confidence. <laughs> like she's telling me that I'm like, wow, you, I'm like, you just keep it up, whatever you're doing. <laughs> That's cool. And it's good. As you mentioned, she's uh, you know, very close nearby and, you know, um, you know, but as, yeah, like, like I said, that's, that's a perfect spot for her to learn. So that's, you know, well done. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing her journey as well. Yeah. Thanks. I'm super excited. And like, as an uncle that does all this filming and videos and web, blah, blah, blah. It's like, um, of course, I'm just going to like document her progression. You know, at some point I'm going to be double doing doubles tricks with her on the ramp. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Exactly, I'm, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like 65 dude and she'll be just doing like you know crazy tricks right underneath you as you go over and vice versa i, I think it's going to be in a matter of weeks <laughs> <laughs> the way that she's going it's kind of crazy so i know yeah well i guess you know speaking of kids and and future generations and and all that you know i i know i reached out to you and i'm glad you and aaron didn't talk about it but this whole the latest uh trey montgomery uh video did you get a chance to to check it out it was about what two minutes and 50 seconds yeah, i've watched it i think a couple of times and, uh, and i have it on my screen because i know you like to call out the minutes and seconds <laughs> I'm ready to I'm ready to punch it in when you oh, got dude, it. You're awesome. You know the show well. And actually, I, I kind of mixed it up, uh, at least for his. Because uh -huh. I was like, how do you actually, like, talk about, like, a, a nine-year-old skater's part? You know, I was, I was really, I'm like, you know, we, we talk all the time. Really, we pick apart these parts and this and that. And it's like, I'm like, 
the dude's nine. <laughs> it's, in, it's insane. It, it blows me away because how, when did he start? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. How, how can you be this good already? Exactly. And for me, in my notes here, checking out, I mean, has he been nine for like, I don't know, four or five years? It seems like he's been nine for a long time, but I guess he hasn't. Maybe I discovered him when he was seven or eight. I'm yeah. Guessing. I mean, I know that I recently, I, I pay attention to Santa Cruz. They're, they're, is that where you live? Is that right? Santa Cruz? I'm about 45 minutes. I'm in San Jose. San Jose. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was San, San Yeah, Sun. just right over the hill. So, yeah. But, uh, I've, I've always been a fan of Santa Cruz. I had him, I had a Dwayne Peters board as a kid. And so, mm-hmm. like, now that, that I've got Eric Winkowski, man, he's just my favorite. And so I'm riding that board. So I just pay attention to Santa Cruz a lot. And they put out a lot of really good content. And they had a whole series out with the Minions, which is like the, the kid squad. And he's just one of like eight kids that they're like, like breeding for the next level of am and pros. It's pretty amazing. And so I, I remember this kid being a part of that group. And so it doesn't surprise me that he's got this full part, but I just, I just don't understand the, the process of him learning these tricks that I don't know, man, it's like, so I can't do any of the things he did. Yeah. I mean, what were you doing at nine years old? Uh, I mean, I was already skateboarding, but it was like our whole big thing was, the boards were narrow. It'd be like a little GT. And if, yeah. we, if we could ride the curb from the curb cut all the way across to the next curb cut, dude, you were the coolest on the block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I think about at nine years old, I was playing little league. I know for sure. Cause I quit at 12 to start skateboarding, but I was not doing heel flips down a 10 stair set or feebles oh. down rails, Smith grinds. I mean, the, he's got a portfolio of tricks already. That is insane for a nine year old. That's what I'm saying. That's like, I don't even understand. Like how he's, how has he progressed that much at such a young age? He must've started at five, four. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, mean, I haven't seen his full history because how could he even have one yet? But it's like, really, when would he have started? Like, okay, my niece is seven. She's not going to be doing this in two years. Yeah. That's what's crazy. And you know, a couple of tricks that, you know, stood out for me, like when he did that Ollie, like between it was, I guess the palm trees. Yeah. I mean, he's the right height and right size to pull that off. I don't think anyone else has done it at that spot, but that was that really stood out to me too. I mean, the guy's insane. I mean, and he squats out of a lot of the things just because he can't hardly reach them, and he's so small. Yeah. What I what I think of is okay. He's nine now, so in twenty in twenty thirty, when this kid is nineteen, fresh fresh nineteen year old how you know how much better is he going to be like running the the circuit and like all the competitions or whatever else this kid is going to want to do like to have a future already when you're only nine yeah is is incredible so like big big huge props i mean obviously he's on santa cruz already he hasn't even you know he's not even at the am level he's at the you know he's like the professional grom yeah it's and it's just you know my whole thing is like even looking back at like skaters like Nigel, he started really young as his father was heavily influenced in, in that decision too. And I think even Milton, you know, all, it was all the family's kind of pushing skateboarding. And I, I hope he continues to love skateboarding. It seems to me, at least from the videos I've seen over the, the, the last few years, he, he still likes it, appreciates it and gets pumped when he lands tricks and not like, Oh, do you like that dad? Are, are we done yet? You know? So I think he really does enjoy it. Yeah, I think I think he does as well. So I agree, man. I hope that he sticks with it because he's got a future if he wants it. Yeah, exactly. And 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 I think he came up at the right time. I mean, because I think I thought back, I had to look it up, but it was Chris Branna back. It was in Rubbish Heap, nineteen eighty nine. He was only ten. I don't know if you remember that video, but he uh, 
it, it was a, a standout for the time. I was like, wait, this dude's 10? So, I mean, you know, with Trey being nine and it coming up in the era of social media, I mean, he's got it's, – it's good timing for him, too, just to kind of launch him and catapult him to the next level. Absolutely. I mean, he could market himself so crazy, especially with his name being Trey. Like, he just <laughs> – Tray flips on every variety of tray flip on everything. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how um, that's my, my my mind is always in the marketing and the branding always, and so like that, I you know that's the first thing I think of. But. <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. But yeah, I mean, he he, you know, and and there, you know, you'll have some of the haters out there like, oh, it's just his dad pushing him to do it. I don't think that's it. I think you know, it's it's a cool bonding experience as we talked about, like your niece and you know my kids. It, you know, yeah, he just happens to be getting really good and and we just happen to see his growth, basically his growth spurt in real life and in skateboarding oh, right yeah. before our eyes, you know? Well, it's happening with Tom Shar and Mitchie Brusco. Oh, and gosh, I know. Kristen Rennie and all those guys, they're all stretching out. They're all getting taller and way more powerful. Now that now the like, the, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, so they, they opened, you know, they had, he did the Hollywood 16. He did, a, what, a 50-50 down that. And that just kind of set the pace, you know, for the rest of the, the video. Yeah, it's, it's – that kid is just, I mean, I, I'm skimming through the little thumbnail, you know, it's just like everything he did is amazing. And it yeah. must have been like 30 tricks in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying. I'm like, I, I, I'm, it's not that I'm speechless, but I, I don't, I can't pick apart his part because for one, he's nine, he's, he's crushing it. So. Yeah. Have you seen any of the, the other guys on the squad? Like that little Japanese kid to, to, to Sai, I think his name is. I, I probably have. Um, oh nothing's gosh. At the moment, but yeah. He's I, I amazing. He skates transition. He's doing double backside flips and like. Oh wait. Got, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It just took me a minute to match the name. But yeah. Yeah. He's doing like. Shredder too, man. Crazy. And he's so young, so small. It's an, it's insane. <laughs> The yeah. talent, just the, you know, from when we were kids to just the progress of how quickly these kids can pick up the tricks. You know, one, another thing I mentioned in my notes was, you know, that post, it was post fade to black, the, the Ollie that Trey did it. He was at that spot that Chris Jocelyn, he did that tray flip. Yeah. Is that Wallenberg? I think. That's yeah. No, called. I don't think it's Wallenberg. It's, uh, I can't remember the. Oh, no. Yeah. Not, not Wallenberg. That's the, um, uh, it's the name of the college, I think. Yeah. But you saw the attempts, and yeah. clearly he did. He he was pushing. He was pushing. He just he doesn't have the leg strength or the speed to kind of make up for that landing. So he kind of landed like right on the curb and still pulled it off. So that he was cool. Went to the ass so hardcore. Oh, I know exactly. You know, it's like almost those like, kinds of man. I think anytime I see somebody do that, I just think of my old body. Uh, but that would be end of it. That would be the that would be end of day. Like these guys just get right up and go again. I mean, yeah. if I hit, if I land on where my pads are, I'll get right back up. But holy yeah. smokes, you take a dump like that, jeez. Yeah, I, I know, I'm not even going down a three stair. <laughs> I know, and that's why I give like huge props because I know it's his dad. He's making him wear a helmet. Um, you know how long that will last? We don't know, but it's awesome that he's wearing a helmet because he's taking some slams. Yeah, for real. You see, there's that other kid. Um, shoot, I forget his name, but um, man, he crushes the Venice Park. He does five forties. He did, um, man, there was just something else that he just did recently that was pretty, I mean, crazy impressive. But, like, oh, he went down to El, El Toro. He, and um, he went and he took a crazy digger on his first try. So then he got all padded up with his helmet, got the trick, and then took his pads off to get it again without pads. Like, <laughs> little kid. And it was all on the kid. Like, not the dad. I mean. Yeah. 
they're they're smart, but they want to they want to be these little daredevil padless skaters. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean that that was all fun and game, you know, fine and whatever back in the day, at least because I think I didn't never I would launch off launch ramps or whatever. I never had home, but now the stuff that's being done, like it's like twenty times more insane than than. 20 years ago right so it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and faster and bigger so it makes sense you know it's cool that you know he's still rocking that helmet you know we'll just see how long it lasts i know it won't be forever right no, you can't I don't have pros out there wearing helmets but um you know unless you're mike v or other guys that are still rocking them but but yeah it, it's it's just cool to see that he still has you know yeah man i gotta wear mine because there's been plenty of times where i've smacked my head with it on where i'm like oh my gosh i'm so glad i put exactly. that exactly yeah yeah, I'm just waiting for Lake Cunningham. It's like my local park that I love to go to. It's about 10 minutes from here to open up. You know, it's COVID's kind of, you know, doing its thing. But I, I can't wait to go back there. I'm just waiting for the day they go, all right, you can sign up for either like sessions or just, you know, they yeah. limit. That's how our indoor park is doing it with sessions, like a two-hour. Actually, I think they're up to a three-hour block now. And um, they clean in between sessions. And, man, it's kind of awesome because it's an empty park, you know. It's like <laughs> – it, you really kind of have even with 10 people in there it's empty and so man it's really it's kind of cool <laughs> yeah i've been going to the gym our gym is open and so even this morning i went i hit the rowing machine i'm just you know just going back to the gym and it's like it's empty it's like nobody's there so you know i don't know i kind of like that as much as i, I hate all this covid stuff it's like <laughs> i, I kind of like the, not having people around it's like hey man no i'm the same way man <laughs> I live out in the country, man. I got hardly a neighbor. And so I live this life regardless. And so to all of a sudden now have like the gym and the skate parks be empty, I'm kind of all right. <laughs> it's like, I love it. I was born for this, man. <laughs> I have, I'm thriving, man. I, I thrive in this. <laughs> I made curbs. I, you know, I learned how to kickflip. You know, I know, thriving. exactly, man. It's, it's true. I did my very first kickflip ever at 48. So. I, I gave you a shout out, man. I don't know if you really I heard it. it. I do. I remember it. I'm I, like, oh, and by the way, he's not, you know, 20 or whatever. <laughs> it's not for the, the young kids. Yeah, it was not even invented when I had first got a skateboard. So yeah, as yeah. I, you know, and then when they were invented, I don't know. I was just like, I was just about out of skateboarding at that point, but I never learned to kickflip as a kid. And so getting back into it when I was 38, that was the last thing on my mind was to like do a kickflip but it's like man everybody i know just has them so easy yeah i i used to have them but my left knee is like it's shot i've had mris on it and it just some days it works well for flicks and others it's like nope not even gonna happen so i i have to pick and choose my battles with that or you know and i, I mentioned uh, and i wanted to mention too that that video of all those no complies that you you posted the other day yeah, they did like what I mean, he said they're not all technically no complies, but the 47 different variations. I'm all, I want to do that. I think that inspired me to just master like one trick because I always love no complies, you know, so I'm like, maybe I'll start yeah. doing that. I've been struggling for the longest and I put in time to just get a simple no comply 180. It's bothering me. <laughs> yeah. The, the rolling way backwards is just my, I just cannot get it. I've done a couple of power slide ones, but like that is one of those tricks on my list that I, I try. And this guy's got 47 variations. It blew me away. Yeah. He like had some back, really good ones. Yeah. The backside ones are really cool. I don't think I ever, maybe I pulled off a couple back in the day, but I need to do those like the 360 ones, the reverts, the ones. I like the ones up to grinds were cool. Those yeah. like up on the ledge. 
So yeah, like right. I, I do no comply tail slides on transition or bank. So that's like, I love that. That's become my go-to trick, but that's about the only variation that I got. <laughs> and that's good too. You're like, it's, it's your go-to, you know, it's got a nice feeling, nice sound to it. So it works out. I love it. I love when the wheels squeak, man. It's just, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things, especially when it's that day on go skate day, when I just put that latest one out, it was like, you could hear, seagulls and it was kind of quiet the park was kind of empty and it was a beautiful calm day blue sky a couple clouds and then <laughs> you know it's just so loud i love it nothing <laughs> better it's like seriously like it just it's music to your ears you know it really is man <laughs> but yeah that's a fun trick i've been working on that for quite a few years but it's it's become pretty second nature now yeah i just you know i try not to get too frustrated with myself on all the tricks that I've lost over the years. Cause that's just what happens. Like, you know, but, and try to appreciate what I still can do. Right. But, but still, you know, pushing myself too, but, but man, it's just so frustrating. Like, dude, really? I, how, my brain says you can still do this, Rick. It's fine. But then I try it like, Nope. <laughs> I hear you, man. I try to progress every chance I get. So, but for yeah. me, it's like I get stuck with these, these pop shoves because Aaron's always suggesting the pop shove because I can do them. But, and then I get lost in these battles where I'm like, I can do this trick and then I get stuck for an hour, not getting it. So that's always a frustration. I'm like, man, I don't really even care that much. I'm like, I'd rather be doing something else more fun. <laughs> yeah, but, that's but true. You see, did you see the roll on 50 onto that ledge shove off? Yeah. That's probably my best and highest shove I've ever done. Yeah. In my life. You know, so but it's fun. It's cool. Progress, man. But yeah, but yeah I guess wrapping up on the, um, on the tray video, I, like I said, I don't have too much to, to chat. I think the only thing I didn't like actually was hmm. the song. I didn't like the song selection. It just did not work for me at all. I forget what it was. It was, a, I don't know who the, the, it was a, a hip hop rap song. Oh, you know what? I totally agree with you. Who was that? I, I, I meant I, to look it up, but I totally... It was, it was some rap song. I even yeah. think they had to, I think the N-word was in there, and I was... Oh, really? I was like... I, I was listening to it kind of on low volume, because it was late at night. My wife was probably, like, right next to me, but... Yeah. Oh, I will have to re-listen. It just, I did not feel the vibe at all. Well, that's not Trey's song. Come on. I 100% agree, and I remember thinking that. I, I like, to myself, frowned upon it. Yeah. It Especially if it does have that the word I that believe, you know, I believe it did, man. I hate all those stupid rap songs with that. Like, ugh. And especially in the skate videos, I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> yeah. Come I on. could go on, and I tend to get a little fixated on I me. Mean, I actually, now I think about it, that Chris Branna from Rubber Sheep, dude had like lullabies on his song. You know, what I mean, I was thinking <laughs> if they would have just picked a, a more, yeah, something that's more memorable. You think this is his first ever full feature yeah. part you want it to be memorable and that song's not going to come to mind when people think of trey you know it's gonna be like wait what was that one song i didn't that wasn't a good i, I put i put money on another cut with a different song pretty soon yeah it just wasn't a vibe i'm like no dude come on i mean but I, but then i'm like all right rick well what song would you put i don't have an amp but now i'm on a mission to find maybe what would work for me much like <laughs> way back when it just popped in my head too um jamie foy's you good part he yeah. did the, the Soul Survivor. I was like, not having that either. I'm like, no, that's not a good song for his part. Nope, nope. It needs to be more upbeat, more like, so I don't know. But yeah, that's my only complaint about Trey's. I'm like, that song, man, come on. Yeah, I have a weird mixed feeling about music and skate videos. I don't know. It's like, the people weren't listening to that while they skated it. And it's like, it's really the direct, the editor's choice for the most part. And it's like, 
I don't know. There's so much issues with like copywritten music and then there's so much feeling in it. Like sometimes I love the song that I hear, but other times I'm like, man, I'd rather just hear the skateboard sounds. Yeah. Like well, these rough, I, the rough cuts that come out, man, I kind of like them more just because it's not all focused to a song. But, but at the same time, as much as I didn't like that song, I did like the way that it was edited because it was cut to the beat. And I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of cutting to the beat. That's true. So, so it's like, it's a weird mixed feeling because <laughs> I don't necessarily want the music, but when it's done right, man, it can be really good. It's true. And, and, you, and it shows just right now how much of a podcast pro you are because we, we could shift to the, uh, I'm going to call it Yarn Verbruggen. Yeah, I think it's, I, think it's, I don't how know if, say his name. I think it's Verbruggen. I don't think it's Jin. I think it's Gin. Okay, Verbruggen. And I Yarn, think I messed it up last time I talked about it because I went too heavy on the uh. Because mm. I, I saw an interview with him. He said it's like yarn and then uh. So I'm like, I went too literal. I'm like, I think it's yarn. Like you barely hear the uh. Yeah. Did yeah, you hear? His name gets butchered because he, he actually jokes about it in that, that rough cut. But, but yeah, I figure we, you know, you watched that. I know we kind of went back and forth on, on DM, but. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. That one, man. Did you, did you by chance listen to the latest uh, father-daughter podcast with uh, Mike no. B? No, I need to check. I, I'm, I've listened to like two or three of them so far, but yeah, not, not yeah. yet. They're good, but there's a specific thing in this latest one where he's got a real issue of saying Joshua tree. Like he says, Joshua, like he says <laughs> really weird. And so like you saying the yarn, yarn, it's very, yarn. It's very, I think yeah. it's yarn, but it's, it's funny because uh, his daughter is ripping on him for kind of saying it like a goof. So, oh, I take it from him. Cause I used to call him Valeli, but now it's Valeli. I, mean, I was calling Valeli for years, for decades, but it's Valeli. And so I need, every right. time I need to like think before I speak when I say his last name, cause that's one thing I really am particular about. I try to pronounce everyone's names as best as I can. Cause my name is beta. And it got butchered over the years. Bada, bata, bada. Oh. So, all right. So that's one thing I'm like, note to self. Always learn people. Hang on. I'm losing it here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hang on. You're, you're coming back to me. I don't know. If all right. There we go. Are we back? Yeah. I, I'm very particular on, on how I want to make sure I pronounce everyone's last names correctly. So it's just a one thing that I have. Well, his is the easiest. You just say Mike V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> and you can't get it wrong. <laughs> Mike, yeah, well, because I, I think it was before one of my episodes tomorrow, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to find out how does he say his name, but every video on his YouTube or whatever says, hey, this is Mike B. Hey, this is Mike B. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. Just say Mike B. But if you listen to his podcast, I think they say it a few times, Valerie. And okay. he's, uh, he's been on the Street Plant Battalion one. They do a garage land check-in. And so he's on there often. And they, yeah. they, it, you hear him say Valerie. Yeah. And on the Nine Club, I think that five-hour one, he said it right up front. Uh, I think about yeah, it. I still haven't listened to that yet. I just is too. I, I I can't tackle it yet. I'm like, I got like yeah. 40 minutes, and I'm like, this is a long episode. Oh man, it it took me a couple of a, a oh. couple of sessions, but it's good, man. There's really good stuff in there. Yeah, right? no. He was I, talking about selling boards, like he'd be calling shops, and they'd be saying his name wrong, and he'd just go with it. So you know. <laughs> so Verbrugge, no Verbrugge. I think it's Yarnev or Bruggen. There you go. I think, I just, think that's from, from here on out, I'm just going to cut and paste that into my episodes and just have <laughs> you say it. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Dude. I'm, I'm, I actually, I think Aaron mentioned this too. It's like, I am actually the, maybe it's the quarantine and shelter play all this, but I am preferring rough cuts these days. Just, I like to hear the sounds. I don't need the music. I like the, seeing the, the attempts and all that. I, I love them. Actually, this one I consider a rough cut, whereas the Milton Martinez one, 
dude, that was just another edit. Yeah, <laughs> rough-ish. Yeah, exactly. It, wasn't. it was just a long, the extended, like the LP version or EP. It's yeah. Like, there was hardly a bail and hardly a, like he hardly struggled. It was just shred after shred. So this one, you got to see the rough cut of all the different attempts and like all the effort into each trick. Yeah. And I loved how after they did like, you know, four or five or six attempts, but then I love how they did the alternate angle, like the picture in picture and showed you, all right, here's the make and here's the both angles of it. That's very I like cool. That too. You know what I really, really, enjoy? I think my biggest takeaway of this entire like 28 minute thing was just that, He's got such a fun relationship with that filmer. It seems like this whole thing is from that filmer's perspective. Yeah. And it's like, they're just buddies and they're constantly like one up in each other. He's like constantly losing bets. Like yeah. Car, hundreds of dollars. Like, he's just, I don't know. He's just like, man, if I make this, you're going to delete this clip. You know? <laughs> it's it was, funny. We're on the same page. I wrote that on my notes. I put, I love all the bets that went down and he did like 200 or nothing. If I yeah. don't go for it, I owe you 500. And then he would try to mess with them. He's like, if you don't do it first try, you pay the ice cream. It's like, he's totally messing with them the whole time. And when he did land it, that was the first camera he looked at, like regardless <laughs> of what, however many angles. Yeah. I love the one where, um, uh, it was the, the, the half cab to back three down. Like it was what, hmm. 10 stair or whatever, nine stair. Oh my and gosh. That was insane. Yeah. But he said like, if I don't make it, I'll give you my car. My yeah, his car. <laughs> and then, and he breaks his board and the guy's like, do I still get the car? <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. That was a funny part. Oh, so good. Yeah. That's true. The banter between those two guys is just, it's perfect. And I wish we could see more of that outside of the rough cuts. Cause it makes them, I mean, that, that's his sense of humor anyway, but yeah. it just, it was so funny to see that. Yeah. But you're never going to get that out of a edit with a song I know. better ever. Yeah, but no, I, but I, I know I know you and Aaron were all about the hippie jumps, man. There were two big ones, right? The the first one was about what three minutes in, where he was he was jumping over and it was kind of bouncing down onto that like ledge. Yeah, and then, yeah, look at me, I can go right to it. Hang on, three minutes. So crazy, and it I didn't appreciate it. I mean, I appreciate it the first time. I think I mentioned it on on the show that I talked about it, but just to see like when it hung up and just all the attempts and just how precise he has to be, how fast he's got to go or how there slow. There was a you know, few of those tricks that were intense because he's like, there was a one spot where it was kind of like a, a bump in the ground that had like transition carved out and he went, he gapped it to like disaster and he snapped his board right in half. Yeah. There was a few times where it's like, it's intense where he, it, the things he just gets clipped on. Yeah, it was, I, I watched it, I think it's three, I've watched it three times so far, and, and it just, yeah, th but that hippie jump was insane. Yeah, that was, I mean, I the, I think the other hippie jump is probably the most insane one. Where oh, yeah, that's, yeah, life or death, man. Yeah, I mean, I, what, let me pull up my notes on that one. I mean, obviously, we know the crazy man, you know, throwing down the pots, and I guess it turns out that guy, he literally was crazy, like, the, the people, the tenants who live there always have complaints about him. Like he's known for being a crazy guy. Oh yeah. But for him, but for him to actually like try, he was trying to kill him. <laughs> he was literally trying to kill him with those, those pots. The thing that got me was that the one he hit him with when he went down, man, he kind of like kinked his neck on the oh, corner. Yeah. Too. yeah. And what Besides did he do? He, he got right back up, tried again. And I noticed too, on his final, like when he finally got the make, he twirled his board around right before he went back down. I think that little twirl was the reason why he landed it. Because he, he was fearless, nonetheless. Like, regardless of what was coming at him, the dude was going to land it. There were people walking up the steps, you know, looking at the camera. He, and he made it. It must have been so loud in that corridor, too. It was like, 
as much as that guy is, you know, in the wrong for chucking pots down on the guy's head, I mean, I wasn't into skateboarding, and man, I just got home from like graveyard shift or something, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that would piss me off too. <laughs> oh, seriously, yeah. You're like, come on, man. And yeah, but just that was just so gnarly. I mean, he, he what, he tried to do like four, three or four attempts before he actually jumped over to, to give it a good shot. And just my palms are sweaty the first time I saw that. I'm like, dude, how do you not just get wrecked? I mean, he did. He took some slams and slid out, but I would be much worse. Like, yeah, what would piss me off too is that the one he made all the way to the street and then washed out. Yeah, be like, are you kidding me? I got to do this again because it's never the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he was all banged up and dirty, yeah. and and uh, but yeah, I mean, he got it. He he landed, and then there was that other one too that he was hill bombing, and his, even the camera guy was like, "Dude, he told him to slow down." He slid right into that Mercedes. Oh my gosh! Yes. I thought they were going to show more of that. I mean, I, I'm glad, I guess, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but I was expecting worse. I'm like, oh, someone got wrecked or he dented the car. Like, they cut to that. They cut to the next shot real quick after that one. Yeah, yeah, there were so many good ones. I'm skimming through just to see what other ones reminded me. But, yeah, I'm looking. I see the Mercedes right there. Yeah, the Mercedes one. But, yeah, the hippie jumps. And then, uh, yeah, I love that, the half cab um, 360 down the steps. I mean, that's just – it was a beautifully done, you know um, – set and then what else what an interesting thought to be like yeah i think i could half cab and then 360 right out of it it's like yeah half cab so perfect and then that board slide too um i i didn't get a chance to count the steps but he had that crowd <laughs> he was yeah. like and uh he <laughs> it was like at 23.33 if you want to pull it up yeah. but it, it it was almost like he was like playing celebrity like kissing babies and shaking hands like thanks for coming out today you know it was just so that one girl high-fived them right yeah exactly he was talking like the, the pedestrians like hey thanks for coming out appreciate it that was cool what about that other crazy bank um uh where is it it's at like uh, oh the tall one where you did back nine, back i tell like nine yes exactly like nine twenty ish yeah where like when he came down a couple of times he's like almost running right into that guardrail yeah and that's just i was thinking too like how exhausting that trick was you know he i think he did it same day because he was wearing that um the cleveland cavaliers uniform yeah 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 that was so crazy yeah a few of these look like they were from the same day yeah but um you know which one kind of stood out to me too just because it seemed kind of like a little bit simple or maybe i could do it was the one where did it start right around the 19 minute mark he was on another spot where it was like a bank next to stairs and he does the little like he starts with the lean like a bean plant oh yeah yeah like bean plant finger flip i guess you would call yeah. it yeah and then in that i don't know that just seemed it's i don't know it just seemed kind of simple like attainable <laughs> yeah me, no, it, that was another one that he threw out a bet for from what i recall as well uh, yeah i think you're right with that. <laughs> i mean a lot of them were you know, it's like I'll, if you don't do it now i owe you both 100 euros or whatever you would say or I, like I, I like the one he's like if i don't do it now i have to walk home <laughs> right yeah that was <laughs> because i think he dropped in first and then when he did the full hill bomb he came back and then started trying that bean plant yeah but yeah because he had to go through the alley couldn't tell how many people were in his squad but man you gotta have people watching those cars out yeah there. i i know there are at least what two but then on the credits there were like five filmers so yeah i mean yeah but even all those hill bombs you know he had people looking out because you know yeah that could be disastrous otherwise yeah i hate watching those kinds of things. oh uh, yeah <laughs> especially a lot of these san francisco ones like dude there's there are people driving that's the city is 
busy. So there's constant traffic and, and, you know, the GX 1000 crew and they're just like, I'm like, dude, you guys are nuts. For real nuts. I always have to pinky promise my wife. I'm not going to hill bomb in traffic. <laughs> yeah. And then if she ever sees footage of it, then I'm just hosed. Oh, so yeah. so that, that's how I, get, that's how I get away with not doing it. There you go. <laughs> Although yeah. if I'm, I love hill bombing on my longboard though. That's actually really fun. Yeah, no, I saw, I remember seeing that clip, man. That, and you got, as you mentioned, you, you're out and there's not a lot of people around you, so you don't have to worry. I mean, you have to look back and check, but for the most part, you don't have people driving 90 miles per hour past you. No, well, there's right outside my door is 55. So I, you know, oh. and it just happened to be pandemic time. And so hardly anybody's on the road. And I had to take my car to the shop, which is just up the road. And so I was like, I'll just ride. I normally walk. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try the longboard because it's yeah. up and downhill. So I was thinking it was going to be a pain in the ass to go uphill, but it wasn't yeah. so bad. But there are so, I live in a place called the Kettle Moraine, and it's when the glaciers came through. They left all these lakes, all these pockets from the ice. And so some of them are lakes, but a lot of it is rolling hills around here. And so just all around me are these amazing hills that I've never explored on a skateboard. But so cool. Yeah, people come through and just cruise around on their Harleys. They're always around on Harleys, but it's, it's beautiful countryside. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of exploring as well because, you know, my kids are home and not in school right at the moment. So I've been taking them out and we've been looking for just spots that don't have a lot of people around. I'm scoping yeah. out skate spots. So, yeah, it's nice to kind of be that age again. I remember because for a while there, I would just go to the spots I knew. I'm like, oh, I have, you know, an hour to skate. I better not waste it trying to find places. Now we got nothing to do. So it's like, let's go find a new spot. Yeah, that's why I ended up building my own because yeah. I just I didn't want to go I didn't want to be this old guy relearning things and getting involved with skateboarding at a park full of scooters. I just was like I was not my and the closest park is like, you know, ten mile drive. And I was like, I'm never gonna go. It's like that's it's not that far, but man, it's I got this huge five acre farm. I don't ever wanna leave. So it's like I might as well just build it. Yeah. And so no, I've, got, that, I've got lots of land earmarked for like a cement park for this, for that, you know, as my wood ramp grows, I, I, I open the back door and that's going to become a cement park. And so I've got it all sweet. figured out. It's just time and money. And effort. Yeah. No, I mean, my goal, you know, we chatted a little bit about this, uh, I think late last year or whatever I was, cause my mom lives in Michigan and we were going to take we, all the family. We we're going to head out there this month actually. And then COVID hit and it's like, eh. so yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe next year i mean who knows the timing kind of sucks right now as far as the summer is going to fly by but i want to ride that ramp one day man it looks awesome roll on through <laughs> you know it I'll, just, I'll make sure to give a heads up i won't just knock on your door one day like hey man yeah yeah that's the thing is like a lot of people tell me i should just charge admission and blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm like man i don't want people here when i don't know about it and like yeah that's I true wanna, i don't want people beating up on my ramp i'll this and that the insurance is ridiculous and so it's just oh my, yeah my own little yeah. product private spot and if you know you know and you know if if you want to come you got to kind of know somebody that's gonna maybe invite you or something you know i don't know it's true i mean i only ever had a quarter pipe in my backyard and i had you know a decent amount of friends who wanted to come over but i was always the one like it was a like four or five of us or whatever we'd all go to a friend's house while the parents were at work and skate their ramp you know and sometimes we'd let them know sometimes we wouldn't but you know they were cool with it but i was always kind of looking for the ramp so it's cool that you you just walk in your backyard Oh man, it's such a cool like experience. I mean, I love that place. Sometimes I just go and just sit in there. Or, like I don't know, it's a fun spot as like a as man caves go. <laughs> yeah, 
you know you I walk couldn't... out you, you know you crack open a pbr and you're like scream like look at what i've created hell yeah man i blast my reggae i just start skating or i build or i'll do whatever i'm making yeah. i'm just like i don't know it's a it's it's super cool I, I it's a blessing to have so i don't know i'm just thankful yeah no as you mentioned it's you were you were built you already prepped for you were living the life the coronavirus life anyway so it's like you know it's just kind of like, yeah you know some things are a little different but for the most part you know you're doing it's business as usual man yeah i think the biggest issue for me like the biggest change was not hooking up with my skate friends every weekend yeah yeah and that's still the case you know like i haven't skated with a lot of my friends i haven't had a big session here i've only had aaron here once and it's like you know i'm not I'm not down to just like have a big group of people here yet. And so. Yeah, you know, no, I'll, that's, that's the whole thing. Like everyone's excited and wants to get back to doing things. And now like mm -hmm. I'm just reading numbers, like in Texas, you know, starting to shut things back down. It's like, yeah. you know, if everyone, it's, if it's, it's slowing down, but it's, you know, we gotta, we can't get too excited just yet. You never know. And Wisconsin's a pretty crazy place. You know, got a lot of Republicans here, like even overruling the, democratic governors but it's like they're opening it up kind of regardless like yeah this, like wisconsin had a unique situation and it's just kind of like no rules so do what you got to do and uh so as it opens up there's a lot of people that just don't believe it and they don't wear their masks and you know yeah just, it's, it's everywhere you know um yeah i mean here in california same thing it's like it doesn't even exist anymore everyone's yeah. like oh hey party cool <laughs> see you later yeah. we're going to the bar <laughs> yeah so we we venture away from the farm very little just yeah. when we need to, you know, that's good. But you know, I am going to the gym, but I mean, if, if the gym starts getting crowded, man, I might not go. <laughs> You're just going to have to make a, a, your own gym, man. Like a, kind of like a Niger set up in your, in your bar. Is it? The thing is that my wife loves to swim. And so we go together. Oh, she, swims, yeah. she swims. I hit the rowing machine. Like I could easily have a rowing machine, but it's expensive. Or you just got to build a pool and then empty and it out every few years. You know, it's, fro it's frozen, you know, for six months. <laughs> but yeah, Drew, I mean, the, as far as the rough cut, any other uh, thoughts on that? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm digging rough cuts as of late. I'd prefer it, actually. Yeah, that guy's just really gnarly. I love watching him skate. Uh, I, I love watching, uh, like, the thought process of, of people doing crazy tricks. Yep. And, uh, and the banter relationship between him and the filmer, that – was that was the key for me yeah it shows they have two, fun. two skateboards up yeah <laughs> he, he just he's great yeah i totally agree i think the only other topic i wanted I, I left it open is tony hawk i mean is there any news you want to talk about it seems like he pops it's, up every week i, I want to make sure we're not missing anything he's kind of like the end I, I just watched one today a new one from wired.com they put one out <laughs> of him answering um auto auto um what is it? Auto-typed questions? Like when you type Tony Hawk in, in Google? Like what oh my comes gosh. Up? And yeah, I think like, I've seen one of those before, yeah. I think he just did another one, or at least I saw it today. It looked new. Yeah, it was new because he was talking about, uh, do I still, does Tony Hawk still skate? And he's like, yes, I do. I just dislocated my fingers. I mean, it's like. Okay, it's yeah. So, yeah, he's on every level. He's got a master class. He's got the, the game. He's, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, Tony it's insane. I mean, the, the whole phrase, you know, strike when the iron's hot. I mean, he's been around for a while. He hasn't gone away. But it's like now it's like he's ramping up. Like he is on a mission of sorts. I'm not sure if he's got like an agency or, you know, a manager or if a lot of this stuff is him hustling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because the whole master class thing, I was like, wow. I mean, 
I'm not surprised it was Tony Hawk to like do it first. I guess there are other skaters in the class, but now I see his ramps got like, or at least the videos I've seen that he's got banners up there. So he's getting some money from them. Have you been seeing the, um, the NBD trick thing that he was having the trick contest? Yeah. So those are coming out and those are put on by masterclass. It even says, wow. And so I think today is the final day. It's been uh, three days in a row all these like top notch skaters doing like their craziest trick or NBDs. And, um, they're doing, I mean, it's gnarly. These tricks are going down on his ramp right now. So I'm looking forward to seeing that clip today. It's probably out already. Yeah. And then he announced, he, he kind of sucker punched all the other video game makers when he announced all the new skaters he's got for the game. That's next level. Yeah, no doubt. That's a really good group of skaters. Like how fun is it to skate as Nija? Yeah. <laughs> You have a whole send it Saturday session on, you know, Tony Hawk. Yeah. And Leticia and like all Leo and like, you know, Aori is like, dude, who who's left? You know, I know there's some other skaters out there, but I don't know who's tied up in a skater XL or session. I've, I've been kind of following, but you know, right now everyone's Win- talking about Tony. We got to get Winkowski in the game because I mean, who else are you going to do as a, ho- a ho-ho as? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't, I don't know what's next for Tony is what I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit. I mean, I, I actually, my crazy brain last night, I'm all, and I thought about it before too, is he's going to have his own airline one day, Hawk Airlines. And I, I actually looked it up right now, hawkairlines.com. It's available for a thousand dollars and seventeen ninety nine a year. So, so anyone listening and hasn't, you know, some money, Hawk yeah, he's Airlines. Got, he's got uh, siblings with the last name too. They're the ones that do the Hawk clothing. Yeah, so he's, you know, the, we're going to see generations of Hawk, like, brand stuff. Like, he's, I just don't know where he's going to, Hawk Hotels? I mean, where, where, what else can, you know, have ramps in the, you know. No, oh, dude, come on. The obvious one is a pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. It, you know, I'm sure, you know, it, it, it'll happen. It'll be a, a TV show. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, I don't know. He can, he can do anything he wants and it's, he's still inventing tricks. I saw actually another new thing with him was through um, Annie McDonald's channel. I think it was. And he was saying how he's been skating with Tony Hawk for so many years and it's just the two of them in the warehouse inventing new tricks. And they each did something they'd never done before. He did, um, uh, what did McDonald did like a, a shove it feeble fakie or something like that up on vert. And then Tony Hawk did, um, what was his? Because he recently just did a 360, he did a 360 shove fakie, uh, a 50 pip, uh, what was it? 360 shove to 50 fakie on the ramp. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know if that was the one he did in the, in the Andy McDonald one, but yeah. I mean, it's just Tony Hawk is everywhere. And he's at 50, he's a plus 50 now, which is crazy. He just, it's like, he's just getting started. You know, chapter two of his life is full yeah. speed ahead, man. Well, and like even Aaron and I were just talking about that Elliot Sloan part, the mega park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Elliot, I know. Yeah. Elliot Sloan's on Birdhouse. It's like, yeah. so also Tony's got this crazy group of guys that are continuing to grow and progress. So, you know, you've basically got the mega park underneath Tony Hawk's umbrella or his wing really. Right. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, no, it's, I'm just excited, you know, I, and I like the competition and I know I mentioned uh, last week, you know, skate you know, ish or four, whatever they're announcing is trying to get in now. I'm like, good luck with that. You know, so much momentum, but I'm excited. I mean, I still play skate three, but man, all these other games, they got, they got all the heavy hitters right now. If you had one wish for something Tony Hawk to do, what would it be? Oh gosh, I don't know. 
That's so that's a good question. I just thought of it because I because ha- I have one. <laughs> what would yours be? To bring back or save, find wherever he is, bring Ben Rayborn back on the scene. Oh yeah. Seriously. He's on Birdhouse, but what's up, man? At last I heard is he's just like stuck in some drug world in Portland or something. Hate to see that happen, man. I know. I that would be I would ask him to please go help him out. I mean, you gotta want help, I understand that, but that would be my question. That would be my ask. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I don't know. I'm I'm stumped on that one. Mm. Well, look at me. I'll have him. Uh, maybe he could pay off my uh, student loans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's a few obvious ones out there. <laughs> hey, Tony, do you mind? Uh, you know, hey, uh, help yeah, me I get ahead. I could have asked for like a Tony Hawk Foundation a park in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Just have them. Uh, they could do some advertising in your on your ramp. You know. Yeah, you want to like sponsor the Skatosis and Nomongo conglomerate. The Drew Domkis Masterclass. Uh, you know, for your uh, for your niece, I, I could see it happening. That's right. I'll do a master class on no comply tail slides. <laughs> exactly. You know, and she's not pushing Mongo, so that's good too. So, you know, you got mad oh, problems. I made sure of that immediately because she rides a scooter. You know, it's funny because, like, she'll take her pads off to ride the scooter because she's just doing little laps and she's like, this is so boring. You can't even do anything. <laughs> and she's like, then she'll put her pads back on and she wants to skateboard again. So she knows the difference of what's cool or not. <laughs> yes. But, um, but in order for me to figure out her stance, I had to watch her on the scooter because she's just, she's really not even putting her foot up. She's just constantly pushing, but it was super obvious that she rides goofy. Yeah. She's super determined to do a push. Like uh, we're almost there. She's almost pushing and rolling on her own. So cool. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, hey, my my uh my to do or, or my notes to chat with you is complete, man. Is there anything you want to share that we maybe didn't cover today? Oh man, I don't think so. I'm just uh, thankful for uh, the invitation. Happy to be on your show. Happy to talk about my niece at the yeah. front end, at the beginning and end of your show. I'm so glad we uh, yeah the nice bookend. You know, I had to go, Kenzie. You know, kind of wrap it up in a nice little package. But no, I mean, I know this is the first of of many. I'm I'm just glad we finally made it happen and. Let's let's do it again, man. It's this was this was fun for me as well. Yeah, right on. Uh, I'll talk to Aaron. We'll get you on our show, and uh, we'll just keep doing this. Love it, man. I, I'm looking forward to that as well. Awesome. Cool, Drew. I appreciate your time, man. Enjoy your weekend. I know we'll probably hear about it. You're gonna have a nice session this weekend, and uh, looking forward to seeing your progress, dude. Yeah, right on. We're hitting uh, Oshkosh Skate Park Sunday evening. Sweet. There. <laughs> right on. All right. Take care. You too, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, later, Rick. Later. Well, there you have it. Thanks to Drew Domkus for joining me today. Be sure to follow him on social media at Drew Domkus. Also, check out skatosis.com for more info. And be sure as well to check out nomongo.com in the meantime. We'll see you next week. <laughs>